The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. We had a cornucopia of animal noises outside. We had a spider, a sheep, and then Wolfie. But we are ready to begin. Hello, Wolfie. We are ready to begin. Wow, Spider City. We are ready to begin Spider City. We are ready to begin episode 533 of Far Lands or Bust on today, a Tuesday. November 24th. I'm going the wrong way. Tuesday, November 24th. We want to go west. Uh, the sun rises in the east, so we want to go west. Tuesday, November 24th, 2015. 2015 indeed. Don't mind if I do. Skeleton residue. Let us continue west here. And let us continue raising money for Child's Play Charity at farlandsorbust.com. Will you let us continue raising money for the children? Will you? Let us? Good. Uh, farlandsorbust.com is where you can find the donation widget and the uh, the method for which you yourself can donate with a little uh, button there that says donate, conveniently. Uh, and uh, we're trying to raise $60,000 for Child's Play Charity this season. Conveniently, season six of the series, up to 16% of the way there, $9,633.50 raised this season. I do appreciate the continued donations, and with your donations, you're helping twofold. You're getting money to Child's Play Charity, getting toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, uh, but you're also giving uh, yourself the opportunity to ask a question. There's a comment box when you donate. And in asking the question, I will see that question and add it to the list of questions and or topics to talk about in a future episode of Farlands Bust. 533 episodes. It is, uh, it has been solely thanks to you that I have not run out of things to talk about uh, over that long course of time. And, and I hope we, we can keep that up. Because <laughs> uh, it kind of depends on it here. Unless you just want a series of silence, which would be really awkward for the people listening to the podcast edition, but uh, yeah, I do appreciate that. The continued questions, the continued discussions, the continued donations, farlandsorbust.com. <laughs> oh, salesman voice. So yeah, as we're continuing on here, over the weekend, I have a little bit of news. Once again, the Far Lands or Bust media tour continues. No, this was not anything related to that at all. But uh, our, well, my dear friend, my close confidant, friend, and ally, Hank Green, <laughs> has uh, published an article on Medium called The Convoluted and Surprisingly Difficult Life of the YouTube Gamer. For those of you who don't know, Hank Green is 50% of the Vlogbrothers behind the Vlogbrothers channel. John Green, his other half, is is author extraordinaire who gets his young adult novels made into movies lately. The Fault in Our Stars and the other one, I guess, whatever that other one was, I forgot. But uh, uh, yeah, Hank Green 
uh, is also responsible. The Green Brothers responsible for for VidCon, uh, amongst many other things. Oh. SciShow, uh, a bunch of these other shows on YouTube that I'm not completely familiar with. Uh, he also has his own kind of gaming channel. I'm not sure if he's kept up with it, but he, he's decided to write an article and got in touch with many uh, a YouTube gamer, myself included, others such as uh, Nerd Cubed, uh, Aurelian, uh, and, and a few others to, to kind of get a, a little bit of an outsider's look. You know, he's coming from the, the vlog, pretty large vlog channel standpoint uh, as a full-time YouTuber, looking at what it takes for full-time gaming YouTubers, and it's a really good article. Uh, I, of course, am a little bit biased because there are a few very nice quotes from me. I'm the king of the one-liners. Very quotable, I am. But, you know, he goes on to talk about how, sure, PewDiePie and your Captain Sparkles and your Markipliers and whatever get all the press and they, you know, get to have their own shows and they go on Colbert and, and you know, whatever. Uh, because they have the top number of subscribers and they make this many hands worth of uh, millions of dollars and it kind of skews the public and even the YouTube perception of, of the YouTube gamer and he goes on to say how it is the the medium YouTube gaming channel you know the one with say between a hundred thousand and maybe a million subscribers that are by far the vast majority of the gaming channels out there, of the, how he had like a number, some odd 60,000 gaming channels or whatever that exists, uh, just from a basic search of YouTube. Uh, but uh, they're kind of the, the meat, the, the, the main source of views and profits. You can't, you know, YouTube it alone couldn't, <laughs> despite, you know, what their marketing indicates, uh, couldn't alone live on PewDiePie. So, you know, we, us, the folks that I put myself in in uh, the barrel with, uh, we all share a barrel. By the way, <laughs> it's it's a nice barrel, a little bit warped and and uh, water uh, damage to to the to the to the what are those things called staves staves. I know these terms because I drink whiskey. Uh, but uh, but yeah, had some really uh, nice quotes. Kind of you know really just saying that it's not easy. You know there is a little bit of a misconception. And it's possible people jump into making a YouTube. Oh, I'm going to make a gaming channel. It's so easy. You don't have to, like, have a bunch of expensive camera equipment, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I can be the next PewDiePie or whatever. And uh, no, not so. And even so, for, for those of us with 300-whatever-thousand subscribers, it's it's not so easy to maintain it as a, a full-time career thing. And uh, just a really kind of... Kind of an overview. If you read the article, uh, it may seem less article-like. I feel like he he wrote it like he writes one of his vlogs. You know, a lot of jump cuts, a lot of, you know, just information uh, all at once. Uh, perhaps it's not an opinion piece and perhaps it's not exactly, you know, ha has all the uh, highly detailed research paper or anything like that. But it's it's a nice rounding of different viewpoints and opinions uh, I talk about how, uh, you know, when you look at PewDiePie and these other really big channels or, or like the big networks, your your Polaris's or whatever, and they have studios and cameras and lights and the vast majority of the gaming YouTubers are just 
alone <laughs> in our second bedrooms if if we can uh so uh hopefully afford an apartment or whatever with two bedrooms uh with a desk and a computer or two and a couple monitors uh we're doing all our own obviously recording but then we're doing our own editing we're doing our own marketing we're designing our own products even uh, perhaps enlisting uh the the assistance of artists sometimes or making the art ourselves i make a lot of my own channel art all the channel art and web design myself and uh managing social medias and finances and taxes and, and all that fun stuff just on our own we're, we're one-stop shops here uh, but also, uh, you know, and then on the flip side, I said, uh, he brought up, you know, the, the decline, what with the saturated market of gaming videos, the decline of the, the advertising revenue, and uh, then the, the filling in of that void with fan funding, and I, I am quoted, I am quoted, put me down as a quote that says, uh, I would not have been able to continue this as a full-time endeavor, career, uh, since 2014, at least, if, if it had not been for the assistance of, of patrons over on the Patreon channel. And, of course, uh, now there are other options out there, and, and there's Twitch and stuff, but uh, I feel like that's probably the case for a lot of folks. And, and even recently, uh, there are bigger YouTubers, gaming YouTubers, who have turned to Patreon, you know, like even quoted in that article is NerdCubed. He's got a couple million subscribers, and... Uh, he's opened a Patreon recently. Is really shifting focus on maintaining this as a full-time career. So it's, it's, it's a good article. I'll put a link to it in the video description. Uh, I've retweeted it a couple times on Twitter. But it's just, uh, you know, nice to hear different views and to see it from, like, a, an outside viewpoint, I suppose, as, as outside uh, of a viewpoint as Hank Green could be from being so entrenched in, in YouTube as he is, I suppose, kind of getting a little different of a perspective. And it's, uh, you know, it's not all ho-hum and, and sadness. Uh, I personally have been of, of increased mood and, and uh, satisfaction with the YouTube thing. Subscribers are perhaps, and views are perhaps not as much in a steep or worrying decline as they used to be. Maybe it's you know, we'll have to wait and see in January, February. Maybe it's because of the, the holiday uh, rush that, that is often the case in, in the fall and into the end of the year. Maybe, you know, we'll also have to wait until then to see what this YouTube bread is actually going to do to us. YouTube bread! I hope it's gluten-free. And, uh, yeah, but it's just a good article. I'll, I'll Like I said, I'll link you to that. Uh, and... Uh, you can you can check it out yourself and and see some some nice pull quotes from from your very own Kurt J Mac here. But we're gonna go to sleep and continue west to those far lands in the morning. And a YouTube breadness. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta stop saying that, but uh, it's funny. It's hilarious jokes. Spelunk. So let's continue on. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I'm actually... I have been the last couple weeks feeling like I've just been playing the same video games all the time. I'm very happy to announce that we just... we... I, by myself, you haven't seen it yet, just played uh, the first non-Forza Horizon... or Forza at all game on my Xbox One. It is no longer exclusively a, a Forza device, because <laughs> ever since I bought it over a year ago, that's all I've ever played was Forza 5, and then I got Forza Horizon, and then now I got Forza 6. 
so we got a new uh, new game showing up. And speaking of Patreon, uh, those are still going to be pre-roll, pre-commercial uh, free. Uh, no pre-roll commercials on those because it was a uh, a milestone through Patreon to to unlock, to have a little bit of an extra padding of fundage to purchase a modern console. So so those videos, no matter what they are, Forza, whatever, whatever's next. I bet you can't guess. I bet you can. But uh, whatever's next, no no pre-roll ads there. So uh, I'm having fun with that. That's It's good to get some different, uh, very different content on and, and different uh, commentary style practice and uh, learning new things. And even, you know, speaking, that got me to thinking about, I kind of almost wished uh, he didn't have time to talk to everybody. I kind of suggested he talk to people who maybe who have been around longer than I, you know, people like even uh, Paul Soros Jr. or CoStar or whatever, um, or even... Even smaller, smaller channels, you know, people like Inasia uh, is doing this full-time. She has less than 10,000 subscribers, uh, so it's not earning full-time for her, I don't think. I have That's not anything I've discussed, but I don't want to put words in her mouth. Uh, but it's something she's just trying to work out. Uh, you know, even people like, like Brian, Dr. Brian Lorgon111, uh, has, has worked up a little bit of his... Uh, his savings from once he worked at uh, Microsoft and is just uh, taking a bit of a long hiatus from the the nine to five jobs and is working solely on you know Minecraft Bingo and his, his YouTube channel and uh, it'd be interesting to get their opinions of similar things because they're even coming you know from it from a completely different way than than I even am and and even Brian has been has started about the same time as me. Uh, with the YouTube channel, anyway. But but anyway, you can't you can't have everything. It was just a little bit of a slice, I suppose, of of informa- of uh, opinions and and thoughts uh, on YouTube and stuff. Uh, what do I need here? I could probably get a little bit of wood, is what I was looking at. Because see see a bunch of this trees, a bunch of this lumber we can chop down. But yeah, and of course it's even. You know, I didn't even... I, I kind of wish... He wasn't looking at that, but I kind of wish I... You know, there's kind of... There's a, with all games, there's, there's a, a bit of a diversity problem uh, in, in in the gaming sector, but I think there's a bit of a diversity problem on, on YouTube in general, uh, on the internet in general, and uh, that, would, that would have been something to look at. I don't know, but I, yeah, he said he was, he was mainly just looking at it as, like, looking at the opinions of it as a full-time career choice and the differences between the PewDiePies and the normals. The normals, the regulars, the the non-PewDiePies, the the folks who just barely are, are like, yes, this is actually working out and can replace uh, whatever my full-time job was or whatever. So there are so many different issues that we can approach from very many different uh, angles. And uh, we, can, we can do that from... Whoa! from a variety of, of different times and places, but uh, but anyway, we're continuing on here. This is our, our issue at hand, and uh, raising money for charity, and, and speaking of which, we got an anonymous $100 donation, and, and the message simply said, Science! So, science! <laughs> Thank you very much, anonymous Farlander, for your donation, very generous donation, in the name of science! That was much appreciated. Got another anonymous donation from somebody who noticed that yesterday I posted a picture of a Tesla store. Yes, I was I was at a mall. 
which is not somewhere I've ever been in many, many years, but I was at a mall and I was shocked to see a Tesla store in the mall. So I'm like, I have to go in there now, obviously. What did you think, they ask? This is an anonymous donation, if I didn't mention that already. If you had unlimited funds, would you buy one? Possibly. I mean, I don't... Well, possibly. Maybe. Perhaps. I don't... I feel like it's certainly better for... city driving. I don't do much driving at all, working from home or whatever, but the driving I do do is typically sometimes for a trip or a journey that may be a bit beyond the uh, extended range of your of your Tesla, which I think you're at the right now up around 300 miles or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I did get to sit in one there. They were just they just had two of the the model uh, P P85s, P51s, whatever they're called, the the four door sedans, the standard ones you see. And uh, ooh, that was a weird little pixel jump I just had there. And uh, everything's the same, right? Oh, I'm going the wrong way. That's why. Hey, Wolfie, when did that happen? I'm like, things don't look weird. It's pixely wrong. That's because you're walking the wrong way, you, you dingus. You dingus! Oh, Wolfie. Speaking of Wolfie, let's get his health back, back up. Um, that was weird. When did that happen? Woof. I'm getting too wrapped up in, in Tesla talk. But yeah, I'm like, I was very impressed. Obviously, for the price of the car, I would assume so. But the, the fit and finish of the car, everything's very buttery smooth and velvety. This, of course, coming from someone who has exclusively driven, you know, entry-level compact cars all of his life. That are primarily the interiors are made of cloth and plastic. Uh, so yeah, everything is like the soft, you know, like the backside of a uh, of a high-end smartphone. That kind of soft, rubbery, almost velvety. Uh, the dashboard, the headliner, the the door. Uh, the doors were small. I found the doors to be kind of small. Uh, for their size. They don't have a window frame either, which was unusual, which is maybe why they felt so small. But the doors, the front door seemed small. I sat in the driver's seat. Um, but otherwise, it seemed like a very comfortable seat to be in. Nice and snug, some nice bolstering and uh, panoramic sunroof and all this fancy stuff. Web browser on the big old screen in the middle. I don't know how you would use that, but... Uh, you know, the big old tablet that's in the middle there. The, I had to take a picture of the button in the in the drivetrain options for ludicrous mode. Uh, I didn't realize it also had different settings for the ride height. You can change the suspension ride height and uh, pretty crazy stuff going on there. Possibly, possibly I would buy one if I had uh, unlimited... If I was your, your Jade Leno, uh, I would, have, of course, probably buy one. Uh, kind of interested... And seeing whatever comes of what is it the model? It's not the Model X. The Model X is kind of the 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 minivan-ish one that they're coming out with next with the the scissor doors, uh, the gullwing doors. I'm sorry, is what they're called. Um, what's the one after that? They're like supposedly making like a the people's car, you know, sub forty thousand dollar car. I forgot what it's going to be called, the Model A or something. But uh, that you know that'd be interested in seeing what they make of that. But yeah, that, that was a really that that'd be a really comfortable car to get around in. I suppose if you know that'd be a good car for like a 
a, a valet, not a valet, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a chauffeur or, you know, something. I, I didn't sit in the back seats, but I'm assuming it's just as comfortable. Very, definitely a luxury car. I haven't myself sat in many luxury cars, so perhaps all your, your Jaguars and your Mercedes have similar interiors and just really, you know, tight... Uh, design on the interior, but uh, but yeah, those are those was really nice, and uh, I was quite surprised that I, I found a store uh, in, in a mall. <laughs> that was something I had not experienced yet. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I had to make a joke and post a, a picture to uh, the old Instagram saying just getting some Christmas shopping done. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, but no, no, <laughs> I I cannot. Uh, perhaps one of the uh, the branded baseball hats or T-shirts that they also sold in there is is probably the most I could afford. Maybe a lug nut? I don't know. Probably the most I could afford from a, a Tesla store. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was like yesterday, I think. Yeah, that was yesterday. Well, a couple days ago when this episode comes out. Rubat, with their donation, asks, Have you ever tried or considered trying meditation? Have you asked this question before? I know somebody else has asked this question before. I'm not sure if it was you. Uh, perhaps you meditated right through my answer. Uh, I have not tried. Um, I could... Oh. Did I just... Yeah, I did. So I just accidentally kicked Eva. I'm sorry. You're alright. Now I'm all distracted. I'm not playing the game. There we go. I got distracted by the real, real world here. Uh, she was underneath my desk and I shifted my feet and clunk. Pow! Right in the kisser. No, no, I didn't. It wasn't that hard. Oh, now she's sitting next to me. So, you woke me up. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Um, I would consider it. Like, isn't that just something I could do myself? <laughs> do it yourself. Like, I don't have to take a meditation class or anything, do I? I can just read some instructions and, and try it out. Maybe. I can see the benefits of that. Uh, you know, a lot of times I find working here to be meditative. I'm kind of... Obviously, I'm by myself. I'm concentrated on a single thing. And if I'm talking here to you guys, it's I'm not talking to anybody. I'm talking to myself, technically. So it's, it's kind of a, a meditative process or even just sitting and uh, editing and... You know, you get kind of in the zone in your computer or whatever, but I suppose meditation is kind of like about nothingness, just bleh, empty the brain. Uh, people seem to say it's like an emotional experience, and you can get, as much as you try to empty your thoughts, you, you end up focusing on the most deep and important ones, and you get a little bit a little bit uneasy there. So I don't know how much I would be able to handle that, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that'll be a, a challenge in the future. Kurt meditates. And tells you all about it in an episode of Far Lands of Bust. Uh, let's go to sleep. And awakeness meditationness. I would be interested and slash terrified to perhaps try one of those isolation meditation coffin things. Aren't you in like a little bit of water and like it's all soundproof and lightproof and you're just isolated for a while. Uh, I only know of their existence thanks to the Simpsons. <laughs> Look, Daddy, a whale egg. <laughs> oh, good times, Simpsons. Good times. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that would be different. I suppose that's kind of like forcing yourself to meditate. Trying to meditate at home or something. There's too many distractions, I feel. I'd have to, like, lock myself in the closet. To make my own isolation changer. Cha changer? Chamber. But, uh, yeah, thanks for that donation and question that I'm possibly sure I've answered one or two times before, but I, I hope I 
answered once again in, in, in a thusly manner. This one from Nathan und Becky, my girlfriend and, 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 uh, and I enjoy watching your channel uh, and uh, we're wondering if you have plans to do another adventure map like Wayward Wonders with Dr. Brian Lorgon 111. Um, yeah, I'm always on the lookout for those. I'm not, the only ones that seem to gain any traction or popularity or, or other YouTubers play them are the 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 capture the monument rage craft death maps whatever they're called i'm not too much a fan of those i mean i know i played the uh caverns one with uh uh with the kgbs schism lorgon and uh uh gleason gleason 9 whatever happened to gleason 9 you still out there gleason 9 where you at i know you're in australia but where you at my friend uh you know that was that was interesting in that I think we just had so many people that it made it a little bit easier on us but yeah I'm I'm just not uh, interested in frustrating myself to death wayward wonders was perhaps a little bit too easy which is why we ended up making it more difficult on ourselves by telling us that we can't wear helmets uh and we really didn't take any time to do any advanced enchanting or or over uh preparing ourselves for certain Areas or battles. Okay, that boat just broke for no reason. I guess I accidentally hit it with my axe. I was trying to break an icebreaker. I was trying to break through the ice there, but that didn't work at all. Um, yeah, I'd definitely be be interested in that. I mean, even I've I've seen uh, different suggestions from people who enjoyed the the UHC I did with time shots, uh, saying, "Oh, you should do one of those with uh, an Asia or whatever." And yeah, we're, we're, we actually have already planned not like an adventure map or a UHC or anything, but you know. Well, you know, mini mini games and stuff like that we can play, and we obviously play Rocket League together with the Dream City. Uh, I'm sorry, the the Clunch City Dream Crushers. Excuse me, the Dream City has been crushed by us. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's many different options. I'd of course like to do something again with uh, Dr. Brian Lorgon 111, but but it's just really difficult to find. I'm also looking. I'm like, it's difficult to find. I, I, don't you like how I don't finish my thoughts? Meditation? How am I gonna do that? Um, gotta turn off my thoughts. I can barely stop myself from interrupting myself in, mid-thought. Um, yeah, it's just difficult to find one that isn't rage-inducing, but that also is, like, well-crafted, has some interesting mechanics. You know, it was really interesting, the Wayward Wonders mechanics. The builds, I think, is what drew us to that uh, map to begin with. Uh, the giant and amazing mega builds. Uh, but uh, But I'm also looking for... I'm looking for, and have not been able to find, there's got to be a, maybe you can help me out in the comments or, or tell me on Twitter. Uh, you know, my, my skin here is inspired by, but not trademark infringing upon, the 10th Doctor of Doctor Who fame, your, your David Tennant suit and, and sneakers and 3D glasses. I'm looking for a Doctor Who themed adventure map mini game you know even if it's just like a small oh blah 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 blah, blah it will just be finished in a maybe an episode's worth of a youtube episode uh, a doctor who themed i i know that there are uh mods i know that there's a, a weeping angels mod and there's a a, a dalek mod and uh, stuff like that and there's even a uh a, a, a blue telephone box mod, uh, you know, a TARDIS mod, but but I'm looking for like a complete, like an adventure map, like something 
maybe that has a story, some objectives, some challenges. Uh, but that is Doctor Who themed uh, that I feel would make for a good collaboration of sorts. And I have not yet been able to... There's been a few I've seen, and I'm sure I'm going to get the same suggestions. Uh, they're kind of the first ones just you find searching Google or whatever. Uh, but they don't seem to work anymore, or they weren't completed, uh, or, or they just weren't good. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking for like a decent, decent... We can exaggerate, you know, if it really stinks or is really bad, we can exaggerate and just play on the theme. But uh, just looking for a decent Doctor Who themed Minecraft situation here. Or maybe even just a video game. Are there any like co-op video games? I know there's some like single player video games and even mobile games uh, with Doctor Who. But I don't know of any like actual video games, and I know even in the latest like Lego thing, there's a Doctor Who thing. But that's the one where you gotta buy the, you know, money grab and buy the uh, little figurines in order to play certain things. And I don't want to have any part of that. It's probably Nintendo too. But uh, just judging, um, but it might not be. Uh, but yeah, just g- give me a give me a holler if if you know of of any uh, Doctor Who themed Minecraft situations, maps, uh, adventure things that, that can can be had, and uh, I will be uh, very thankful. And uh, yeah, we can then figure that out. But uh, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to all that stuff. On a positive upswing here at the end of 2015 for YouTube and, and the Kurt J. Mac channel. That's the theme we're going with. Uh, but yeah, Nathan and Becky, thanks for watching and thanks for the donation. And, and yeah, I'm certainly... You know, even, I suppose, to expand that, if there are any similarly non-make-yourself-rage-with-murderous-intent type of adventure map, non, you know, kind of CTM-ish map, uh, if you want to let me know if anything exists like that as well, I'd, I'd be happy to hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to hear it. doesn't mean I have to take your suggestion, but I'm, I'm happy to take them. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for that. Here we go. Uh, speaking, I suppose, on the theme of, of Doctor Who, Ryan asks, this donation, if you were ever to die in the Far Lands or Bus journey, I have not yet died in this world. Came within a half heart one or two times, but never died in this Far Lands or Bus world. If you were to die on your Far Lands or Bus journey, will you change your skin to the 11th Doctor when you regenerate at your last hidey hole? Ooh. Um, well, a little bit of trivia for you. I actually started the series, maybe the first 15 or 20 episodes, I was in an 11th Doctor skin, because I started it when the 11th Doctor was the Doctor of the time. Uh, but then I found this skin, originally, originally, m- many times imitated, but, but originally made my particular skin by a, a fellow named Omnizad on the Minecraft forums or whatever existed back in 2011 when you could pick up Minecraft skin makers or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I found this one. I, I like the 3D glasses. Uh, the hair was kind of cool and it was just, it had a little bit more character to it than the simple uh, 11th Doctor skin. So uh, probably not. I've got quite a bit of marketing material and merchandise. <laughs> Speaking of one person shops that these um, smaller YouTube channels are uh, surrounding this persona. Uh, I even have just a separate logo entirely that I use on, like, my live streams and stuff. Kurt J. Mac and the 3D glasses I use. Uh, I mean, I suppose I could, like, make an 11th Doctor skin with the 3D glasses. That wouldn't really make sense. But, uh, but yeah, 
No, I don't. I, I don't know that that would be a thing that I would do. We would maybe I would change. I do have alternate versions of this. I have the uh, the blue suit and then also the the brown suit and uh, white sneakers versus the blue suit and red sneakers, uh, which is often an, an unexplained wardrobe change that David Tennant went throughout his, his stint as as the Doctor. It was never explained why he changed suits at certain times, but he did. He did. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, probably not. That's an interesting suggestion. I'm, I think I've I considered that even early on. Uh, perhaps I should actually regenerate backwards. I should go to the Ninth Doctor, because I started as the Eleventh Doctor, then I started Farlands Bust and was the Tenth Doctor. Uh, perhaps I should go backwards. But that's probably not going to be a thing either. Also, there is there is already an Eleventh Doctor YouTuber skin out there. Uh, that you may or may not be familiar with, of MK the Worst. She has a female version of it, but she's the 11th Doctor. Uh, and now there's, I guess there's the 12th Doctor, too. I haven't watched... Here's a more trivia for you. I haven't watched any of the Peter Capaldi Doctor Whos. I don't have BBC uh, in my channel. I used to kind of download it <laughs> through various means. Um, but I'm a little bit risk-averse to doing that. I don't want my ISP to shut me down, uh, because it's kind of how I make my living, hearkening back to the, uh, the Hank Green article. Um, so yeah, I haven't, uh, seen any of it at all. I've heard very mixed things. Uh, I've heard some things about the recent season. A few episodes apparently were quite, quite good indeed. But, uh, I've heard... Oh, that's... This is the last day, isn't it? I gotta make a, a hidey hole. Jeez. Talking so much, having such a good time. Oh, I'm getting some lag here. Uh-oh. Wait a minute now. So everybody calm down. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna actually stop recording. This is... This is new. Hold on. Un momento! Alright, we're back! And that was weird. That seemed... I stopped! Uh, for, uh... For those of you who aren't aware. That seemed a lot like what was happening or what happened... <coughs> oh, I'm dying with the game. What happened during Flabathons, when I would play for too long, the game would start lagging like that, and then it would freeze up, and uh, we would lose the save, and I'd have to revert back to an old save. Uh, I do back up the game uh, between episodes, so I do have a backup, so I theoretically as I have a few times, could have restarted the episodes due to technical difficulties, but not right here at the end of the episode. That would be annoying as heck to have to start from scratch. I feel like this was a good episode. I've talked a lot. I completely forgot that it was the end of the episode I talked so much. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's what that felt like, the weird jitteriness. That there was actual lag, like I was dropping frames. It is because this version of the game does indeed have quite the memory, le memory leak. So that's why during Flabathon live streams, I always stop after every hour and make a backup, and then we can start up again because uh, that is what invoked the first time, I think, or not. No, that was a different thing why Wolfie disappeared the first time. But during the third Flabathon, uh, we actually did lose an hour or more worth of progress because the game froze, and then I tried to reload it, and uh, I wasn't there, <laughs> and so I had to go back to the previous save. Uh, so yeah, I just, that that was a safety. Even though we weren't walking anymore, I didn't want it to freeze up on us. Uh, I would show you the memory leak by pressing F3, but we don't press F3 until we raise our donation charity goal for Child's Play Charity at farlandsbus.com. Hey, you like how I snuck that in there? 
Fartlinesbus.com. Donate to Child's Play Charity. Trying to get $60,000 this season. And when, when we do is when I will press F3 and we'll see how far we have walked. And uh, then we will keep walking more because <laughs> that's what we do. And I do appreciate you following along on this episode. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. <laughs> Daddy, a whale egg. <laughs>